0: Yeah, and welcome to the Great Deception podcast. I'm your host, Matt. Thanks for joining me today. I am joined by uh, someone that I've, I've been following his work now for quite some time. I've uh, listened to him on a couple different podcasts. I heard him on originally on Deborah gets red pilled with Adam and, and Deborah, and I've heard him on uh, Andy's deep share podcast as well. and And I think one or two others. But his work is right up my alley right now, man. I love I love what he does. Musician by day, uh, Tartarian Spellbreaker by night. You know, uh, Casey, uh, aka Golden Gate Starfort Command. How's it going, brother? What's up, man? Going
1: good, man. Dude, Trying I got to live. ask
0: you about your name. How did you
1: come up mm-hmm. with your name? The Golden Gate Starfort yeah. Command. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh my homie Nick, who he's done the videos with me uh mainly. Um and when we had the idea for you know trying to you know do a channel and do an Instagram and you know put forth freaking info. We, we we're just trying to think of names to the channel or whatever, and we wanted it to be barrier related. So like the Golden Gate. I mean, he just pretty much threw out Golden Gate Star Fort command. And I don't know, it's kind of it's kind of corny in a way but i I like it too like i don't know it's like you know okay whatever command center i don't know yeah it kind of ties everything
0: together you know like i I like that idea of the golden gate bridge and 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 the bay area and then you got the old world and the star forts and all that shit and you know and and the command obviously everybody knows that is but yeah that's i I, I always love that name i'm like man how do you come up with that
1: that's really cool. yeah
0: no thank you
1: man but know i kind of i'd like to think of it as a collective at some point you know so you know i think we all learn from each other and this is like such a group effort and we're everyone's fucking uncovering crazy shit you know and uh i don't know i just want to keep encouraging that what got you into this um well i was like introduced to mud flood and some tartarian stuff and um It was like, I didn't quite, I mean, I got it, but you know, it's such a a huge thing and a huge paradigm shift. It took me a while to get into it, but what really got me, like what really like cooked me was when I started looking into the expos and I got uh, Howdy Mikowski's book, you know, exposing the expositions and like, to me that, you know, fucking, There's so much evidence and proof of old world and fake history throughout every expo. And, you know, that's what hooked me. I love, I love looking into them. I love seeing, you know, researching them. And there's just so much, so much to learn from them. So that's what got me in, you know, and I've been hooked ever since. basically 24 7 you know in my that's my
0: story to a t man howdy's book got me into it because i was like wow you know i was looking at it and 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 i'm looking at the cover and i'm like what is this i'm like these are some crazy buildings and then all of a sudden i'm like this is chicago and i had never heard of these world's fairs before like i've heard of world's (laughs) fairs but the modern ones you know i had never heard of the old ones from like the 1800s or early 1900s and so you read his book and you're like wow, this is wild. And then you you start asking yourself all these questions and you're like, okay, this doesn't really make sense. All right. This is, this is one. And then he'll show you another example and then another example and and another one. And then you start looking and then he's like, yeah. And by the way, uh, they're all over the world too. So you you start looking and you're like, wow. And it's all in this, uh, You know, I I don't know about you, but the 1800s is just a wild time to me. It's one of those where I don't really feel like they taught us much in school about it and a whole lot of shit went down, (laughs) you know, Uh, it's it's one of those time time frames where I just wish, you know, we could turn back the clock and and just see what was going on back then, because it looks
1: like a, a, a totally different era than what we're in today yeah man it's a trip there's so much that happened in the 1800s and I I suspect there's probably a bunch that happened in the 1700s as well it's probably less documented you know I haven't gone that deep into it but the 1800s are crazy and besides the world's fairs like I it's hard to actually trust the dates you know um of anything but you know that's you know there's just so much yeah exactly There's so much stuff from from the early 1800s the war of 1812 the Napoleon wars uh the comet the you know new madrid earthquake you know uh, i kind of consider that like a war cover stories for a war you know yeah that's and, interesting cuz they they said that comet what it, it supposedly was over, seen overhead for almost 2 years yeah something like that is either 1811 1812 or yeah one of those combos and then supposedly
0: it disappears and we have this massive earthquake in new madrid and then you know the next year i think it was 1813 or maybe it was 1815 you had the mount tambora eruption
2: oh yeah that's right
0: and then all of a sudden what is it 1816 you have the year without a summer and and so yep. you start looking at all this and it was like a progression and uh you know i'd Holy. never heard about that and you know if you think about it a year without a summer would have a severe impact on life Holy. right across the board Holy. that's when you grow all your food that's you know when you're getting your sun from a, a vitamin d and and everybody's out and to ha- yeah, it'd be have decimating that, for sure yeah I mean, it, it had to be a wild time. And that's why you listen to some of these, you know, new age folks, I say new age, you know, like Michelle Gibson and, and John Levy yeah. and, and Robert Seffer and, and Howdy and guys like that that are doing the research on this. And you start seeing it just doesn't add up. You know, none of this, none of totally. this narrative adds up. The, the the time frames don't add up. And then you start looking into things like the calendar, and and the dating system, yeah. <laughs> and you go back and and you know that could be a whole farce too. So totally. and we we you know yeah. you and I both know it is, but I'm saying for the general public, if if that's something you want to look into, the the, the dating system <laughs> is been manipulated heavily, right? Where they totally. used to start it with the I and the J, yep. In in you know because because yeah. there was no J, so they use the I for Isis, Isis, you know, for Jesus. And then when the J came around, they used that in the year of Jesus. And that slowly got manipulated. And then all of a sudden it popped up as a one. So they're saying there's a possibility of a thousand years that was added into our story. And to think about that is mind blowing.
1: Yeah, that's a long time. That's a really long time. And I tend to think of that as like that was the time of this. Uh, you know kind of one world harmonious culture that you know was probably around for a thousand years and um, you know it was decimated over the last few hundred years still getting decimated today you know they're still freaking demolishing shit
0: well it's interesting because uh, uh a buddy that i met through podcasting emmanuel kingman he's got the uh, the god cast over a uh, uh, podcast and it's great And I was talking with him and he put out this article, uh, WTF is a Tartarian. And one of the things he was talking about in there was the thousand year, you know, the millennial reign and how if if the timeline was really manipulated, well, then you take off a thousand years. So we're really only in 1020, right? So we're 20 years into this new millennium which could be, you know, the the age era where we turn it around. Now, the downside is in his argument, he said it could take up to 250 of those thousand years to turn it around. Right. Um yeah. But, you know, you think about what happened right around 2000. You know, there was that big Y2K scare where they bottled up a lot of energy of people. And then you get 9-11, which was a massive kickoff ritual to... You know all the stuff that's taking place now and what they want to take place going
1: forward. Totally. I mean the people the people who were, um you know, screaming about nine eleven and the Patriot Act. You know, this shit's all fucking. That was a stepping stone to everything today. You know, and it's like, you know, maybe people need to start listening to these motherfuckers like us who are fucking trying to fucking put it out there. You know.
0: Well, and that's the thing that's so funny. Now I see all these memes and shit with people saying, you know, it's a checklist of all the things that we were getting yelled at for all your crazy conspiracy theorists, but they've come true. And it's like, man, how many times do you have to be right before you at least even listen? Like, I'm not saying you have to believe me, but listen and go look for yourself. Don't just take totally that spoon fed shit they feed you on CNN and, and Fox
1: News, you know, I mean, but yeah big time i mean i try to present you know most of the the stuff that i put out there i try to present in a way so people can look up for themselves and do their own research and see and you know i'm you know i'm confident you know that they're going to see what i see you know like all you have to do is look like it's and it's not hard like pick one expo of the late 1800s and just you know, you know, read the history and the ridiculous narrative of it. And there's a first, there's a first step right there, you know?
0: Yeah. And that doesn't even mention you think about what did they build from 1850 to about 1925, supposedly go look that up and see these buildings that they were building back then that we can't build. Now we couldn't replicate these, not at least in the time frames that they say they were built. I mean, I saw one of your posts that, you know, you look at uh, San Francisco in 1894 and you see them out there with horses and plows, you know, clearing out the land. And then supposedly six months later, you
1: have a small Roman city built. Yeah, man, that that 1894 fair is a big, that's one. If you want to look at crazy fairs, that's one for sure. Because they built that thing in about five months. It was around for about five months. And then they completely leveled it, except you know, the amphitheater lived and then the, the Palace of Fine Arts lived. But that eventually they they it, it's like into Egyptian looking shit. But that's still around today. It's a de Young Museum and it's just absolutely ridiculous. Like, there's no way. And the, the picture, yeah, there's a bunch of horses dragging, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, looks like railroad ties, you know, to grade the fucking land, you know, and it's, there's a funny story too about like, so John McLaren is a guy who, who owned, you know, Golden Gate Park or whatever. And, you know, there's just a, a story about how he didn't want him there at all. And he finally gave in. And that's why, you know, the second the fair is over, he, he basically went out there with bulldozers and just started fucking leveling it, you know, and it's just... I mean, it's a ridiculous story and that, you know, that's not the only one, they're all, and they all tie together. Like I was uh, just watching your newest video and, you know, perfect examples are you know, you look at New Orleans, you look at Nashville and, you know, it's like these, you look at these, uh, you know, the lesser known fairs and you know it's all the same story over now and over what do you
0: I, I have i have my own you know kind of two cents as to what i think these were but what do you think these sites were you know the fairgrounds so to speak before they covered them up with these fairs and destroyed them
1: i mean i think i think if they were just you know survived um the survived infrastructure and um basically um i don't know if there if there's any i i've never i haven't looked into if it's on some ley lay lines or whatever but i think it was just survived uh architecture from the this previous uh, civilization you know and it was basically like a i feel like they were you know they were indoctrination um you know for their indoctrinations for sure of this new history and this new narrative going forward and i think it was also kind of like a celebration of this victory over you know the this um old world you know if you want to say and like they were showing it off and then they just demolished it you know and you know built their own shit you know took over the land owned the land and and built their own shit over it or you know reused it and said they tore it down you know
0: well, and it's interesting. Which I think it's
1: the case a lot of times.
0: Oh yeah, and it's interesting you said about the ley lines because I actually I, I've been playing around with this lately because Michelle Gibson, uh, this is her ley line oh, yeah. map that she's done, and I took the the fares, at least some of the ones that I plotted, and kind of tried to plug them in here and see how they light in. And yeah. you you look at San Fran, and man, it is square on. Yeah, definitely on right water. there. You know, you look at St. Louis, same thing um yep. nashville's pretty close chicago definitely uh right here and then omaha is kind of a strange one i've never understood omaha but that's got to have some sort of midwestern tie
1: yeah um, it makes sense right there and that one was crazy too but, yeah you know, <laughs> they're all insane they all don't make sense
0: well and yeah it's um. not only they don't make sense but look at where they are right i mean the majority of them are in close proximity you know until you get to buffalo and new york and pennsylvania but the majority of them around the mississippi which you would expect because that would be the you know you think of you know, they talk about the cradle of civilization in Babylon, you know, it was always around the the, the rivers. And and that's what you're going to see yeah. here. The, the majority of our population was around these rivers. And, and whether it's there, whether it's up north, up near Buffalo, you have, uh, you know, you have the waterways up there. And then New York and Philly, obviously, with New York, you have the coastline right there. So Uh, So uh, I was on with Deplorable Janet last night on a show and and she asked about that. She said, are these all on waterways or do they have access to water? And I'm like, that's something I've never really thought about because that just adds another element into it, you know, and and she was going along the lines of two fronts, one travel and access to it, because how are they getting all of these people to these fairs? Um, I mean, Chicago, you're talking about 27 and a half million people in a six month time frame, you know, coming to Chicago. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. And then she was also saying it on an energetic front, you know, because water is such a, 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 an important conductor. And if we're talking about this old, old world, free energy, the ethereal energy type stuff, you would need water to be around. And uh, so that was just something interesting that she mentioned that I had never even thought about um, and, and thought it was a really cool point.
1: And yeah, man, I, I think, you know, the water works, the water, I mean, water was extremely important, you know, to these people as it is to us, you know, it. I, you know, and we use it the same as them, you know, I mean, I think, you know, they're like, you, all those things are true about water, you know, and which is why the controllers have taken these water systems and and, you know they use the you know they don't even lie about it there's water energy plants you know that they get energy out of you know it's free energy like and at least our current controllers have changed almost i think i think clear clear lake in california is one of the there's only a couple like natural lakes left like at least in California, maybe that's all the United States. Um, so we've manipulated water in a major way. And, you know, we, um, I think a lot of the cities, a lot of these old cities were canals, canal cities, uh, like the roads that we're on, uh, that we're on now, just picture them as canals, you know, like Venice or whatever. And, and we know that like, uh, Mexico City was all canals at one point. You know, there's been a lot of cities that were canals, and yeah, they definitely used the water for all kinds of shit. You know, not just for drinking and and food and crops. They used it for power and you know travel, everything. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's uh, amazing. It's a huge, because, huge piece of it.
0: Yeah, you see, I mean, even today, like we know, there's the the possibility of having hydro cars. But anytime somebody comes Big out time. with it and gets close to it, they all, all of a sudden they, they mysteriously die in their garage. You know, I mean, well,
2: how I mean, many times can that It's happen? ridiculous.
0: Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, and that's know, really and what, what I get into with this stuff is, is people, you know, the question you get from everybody is, well, if this is all a conspiracy, how come nobody's come forward and talked about it? You know, it's just that, that lazy example where you're like, well, you know, people have, and they paid for it, you know, and how many times totally. can, can, you know, you have to understand also that you've been told a narrative your whole life. So you've been programmed with a story in your head that you believe to be the truth. Now, if I'm going to tell you anything counter to that your instant reaction for 90% of the people out there is going to be oh, to call names and call me crazy. You'll get maybe, totally. you know, a few percentage of them that'll think about it. And then another few percent that may even think about it and then change their mind. But right. in today's day and age, to come up with anything that is counter narrative, you are automatically ridiculed, you know, and that's that's what, you know, you feel it because I, I see what's going on and we see what's going on in our world today. And that's why I think, you know, guys like you and I are drawn to those old buildings because. We know what's going on today, and we're trying to figure out, well, how did they pull it off last time? Maybe we can throw a monkey wrench in that shit and, and, and stop it from happening again, because we're going Big down time. that road as much as people want to yeah. hide it. You know, you see these guys out there smashing statues. I just saw yesterday, the, uh, one of the museums in New York uh, removed a Teddy Roosevelt statue. Sweet.
2: So.
1: I think I heard about that too. I heard some people talking about it. Yeah, I mean, it's just
0: it's nonsense. It's all people you don't want to have nothing better to do. So their their feelings are hurt by thinking about someone from the past. So we're gonna take down their statue. Like, come on, people.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just hiding history and it's right before our eyes. They're doing it. It's crazy, you know, they're changing. Um, so I posted a video like a model set of San Francisco burning that I came across. And uh, Randy Ran he mentioned that, like, he found it a couple months ago. I think he was talking with you about it or maybe someone else. And he said the metadata about it being fake wasn't on there in the Library of Congress. And now, like, when I saw it, you know, the other day, it was like a full long paragraph about how it was filmed on a set, blah, blah. blah. And it's just interesting how they're they're rewriting the narrative, you know, as we speak. And, you know, they're backing up the narrative as we speak you know fucking.
0: much like they we're do clear, with everything we're clearly onto it man yeah totally they keep, man like they keep changing the goalposts, right they keep saying oh yeah. well okay and once you know and that's why i think although the whole you know i don't believe in the whole tartarian idea that everything falls into this great tartarian empire that was beforehand uh you know, the the idea and the concept of old world, yeah, I'll agree with that. But the whole idea of Tartaria being this, you know, huge civilization that was better than everything, I I don't buy that.
1: Yeah, I think it was, I definitely think it was a lot more complex than that for sure. Um, Definitely, you know, I, I say Tartaria a lot because it is like a general term and it yeah. kind of blanket, but it's definitely like way, way more complex than than that and you know we're fucking every you know we're learning about this shit every day you know well
0: and what yeah what i was getting to was that with all that now you're starting to see hit pieces come out you know bloomberg news did a hit piece on it i i've seen a bunch of uh big time uh youtube accounts start coming out with you know basically calling it stupid and and going you know bashing it and trying to break it apart and I love that because yeah. that means you're, o- you're over something. If they have to respond to you, then y- you know you're close totally. to something. And, and like you said, it's, it's slowly falling apart and showing itself with enough eyes on it. And, uh, you know, I, I, one of the things yeah, I've been doing lately is I go to the, uh, the online Library of Congress or whatever, and uh, I, I start looking for old books from the 1800s. And just reading a couple paragraphs, see where it's going. And some of them I've read, you know, almost cover to cover. But you start seeing these stories that don't match what we were taught. You know, I got this article here from uh, 1858, where uh, they're talking about, uh, you know, ruins of ancient cities of immense extent, fortifications, mounds, pyramids, temples uh, with walls built of hewn stone you know showing refined taste in architecture and they're talking about america before the 1850s yeah that's a trip man (laughs) it's like all these people to say yeah we just you know we we landed here in 1492 and it was just a bunch of savages running around half naked you know uh yeah i
1: mean that's i think that shit's been disproven a long time ago i mean that that story's been a joke for a long time yeah Um, i mean i've Oh yeah,
0: no. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah. Oh. I just, but we still have Chris. We still have Columbus Day, you know, and things totally. like that. And it's like, when are we just gonna stop with this nonsense of these fictit? You know, at, at best, he's a fictional character. You know, Absolutely. if he's if he's even real, um, but the story Absolutely. just doesn't add up. It was just a totally made up story. You know, when you think about it, okay, we're we're accepting the timeline that we're given and saying for almost 1500 years nothing happened on this vast landmass you know nothing totally. but savages that's it yeah that's what we're
1: told they've they've built up our current civilization to just be the greatest of all time and that everyone before us this fucking savage fucking piece D'Angelo of shit
0: right cavemen yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> you know dragging totally. women
1: around by their hair i love that it's like that's yeah, where we came you know, from. We came from monkeys. Yeah, we're yeah. fucking monkeys. You know, it's like bullshit, dude. I'm not no fucking monkey, you know? Sorry. No, I just, I don't get
0: I it. Know, and I, don't like, understand. I, I, I see what they're doing, but I also wonder how, you know, how are they really pulling it off? I mean, you've watched them just systematically destroy everything they touch, You know, and people still trust them, even today. That's what drives me nuts about these people. They're like, you know, you show them some of the examples of things that they've done in the past, you know, and and they look at you and they're like, okay, so. It's like, what, you you don't have a little, nothing in you? Nothing? No, they're just hollow souls, you know? At this point, they've just given in and it is what it is.
1: Yeah, That's when you start getting into the whole non-player character role you know and i think that's crazy i
0: think we're going in that direction though if you if you're looking at that next metaverse and and where they want to go with that or you go the other side um i've been doing a couple podcasts with my buddy ryan on uh this nasa document we found from 2001 that's talking about basically transhumanism you know and that's the mm. end game of, wow. of this we're in the bio nano era right now where they mm. want to you know link the two and mm-hmm. uh and and humanity so then we can move into the transhuman era and right
1: it's like that's so we can all be ending. linked in our brain yeah totally i mean it's a you know I've they've been talking about it for a long time and it's clearly clearly you know we're there well and you know what I mean? and what have they done they've
0: they've used everything at their discretion to to pose their story to create their story right and then to to propagate totally. it even further between you know movies television media news uh you know jur- the journalists the the print media uh you Ooh. know you you think about yeah, all this yeah the myths that were told right we're it's almost like it was it was upside down because if you go back to like some of the roman and greek myths we're now finding out that there's some more you know a little bit more possibility that those are true and then you look at some, the stories that were told you know about you know george washington chopping down a cherry tree or abraham lincoln doing this and they're like no this that, yeah. didn't, that never stupid. happened that's just part of your little yeah, narrative yeah totally
1: that's yeah, stupid. Yeah, um, just to go back on the point about the the uh, mainstream media, you know, throwing their hit pieces, and you know, there, you know, that a lot of people are are truly interested by this, and but then there's like a line, you know, and where it's like people are pissed, like you know, like you're saying, and you know, throwing these hit pieces. I'd be, you know, I'd be more, you know, worried at, that we're on the wrong path if the media articles were coming out that agreeing with us you know and you know that and the blue check marks
0: right if the blue check marks are are fired up you're doing something right
1: totally but there's like they're not you know they're it's hit pieces and people are you know the trolls i get on my instagram page are, are wild you know just fucking insane Well,
0: and And, there's uh, so many levels to it, right, Casey? I mean, there's people that go really extreme with that. I mean, you look at a guy like Red Bricks and he's, he claims that everything's a melted building, you know, every mountain is a melted building and he takes a lot of shit for that. And, you know, and I, I, do I agree with him? No, but does the kid stick with his guns and does he present evidence? Yeah. I mean, he's got video after video where he's showing you over and over again, what appears to be now, can you refute it? You know, that's where I'm saying bring bring some evidence other than just call coming, calling names. And, you know, because I've been called a retard totally. more times than anything I, I yeah, know man. on on Instagram. And it's like, well, then bring me. What, what do you think? You know, and there's nothing. You get no response.
1: That's where totally. it shuts down. Yeah. They want you to they want you to prove your point in a comment, you know, and it's yeah. like that's not it's not going to happen. It's like I get I can get, you know, you give them the priest. They won't be happy with the preschool answer you give them and they won't understand the advanced uh answer you give them and so there's just no you know there's no winning they're just they're just there to confront or whatever you know they're just there to fucking try test i feel like it's a test you know a lot of times you know test to. i mean i believe i believe everything that i, I say and put out there you know like
2: well, that's um, the
0: thing. Yeah, we and we do our research, man. That's like totally. In the past, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. When I started doing this shit like three years ago, uh, you know, really getting into memes and, and social media, like uh, you know, to, to as a thing to do, and it, it, I was posting anything and everything. You know, any meme that came across, I didn't look into them. I was just like throwing them out there. And half of them ended up being bullshit. You know, it was either, you know, it wasn't a quote by so-and-so or the numbers weren't even close to being right, but it was on. Mm. And so I learned, I was like, man, you can either do this one or two ways. You can either take your time and do it right. Or you can just be one of those people that reposts every fucking meme out there. And it is what it is. And so I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go the opposite route. And now on my page, I don't even put anything about the virus or anything like that. Cause I'm sick of getting banged by Instagram, you know, and they're, yeah, start, totally. they're starting to bang jokes. You know, I was putting jokes out there, <coughs> and I got, you know, um, misinformation, you know, I'm like, it's, it's a joke. Totally. Come on, man. Yeah, man. So and I, I, if
1: that's not a sign to anyone that you know that the fucking facts aren't like, that they're giving us aren't true then come on you know then you know but it's like dude but why would they edit shit why would they censor us why would they censor jokes if yep. like it wasn't fucking hitting the fucking nail on the head yeah we
0: didn't need fact checkers until the truth came out you right. know that's the and, that's and, the irony of it it's uh totally
1: it, it's and these people they don't even know that you know these people like these fact checking organizations are all connected to these corporations and they all have their interests involved like it doesn't take much to look into who owns snopes and what fucking companies he has his hands in you know like come on dude fucking and he's being paid by
0: facebook you know (laughs) like you're you're being paid by meadow whatever it is you you're being paid so yeah no it's so in our
1: face now and it's so in our face it does not take like deep research to start seeing this shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um uh, uh yeah, I mean <laughs> now what do you just see keep trying to encourage people to keep looking?
0: Yeah, because that's the thing. Like I don't I don't see a lot of uh a lot of the wild stuff i kind of filtered that out now and you know cuz you're still i still got there's still that wave of of people holding on to the q banner and things like that and i'm like guys i can't i can't invest any energy into that anymore like i can't even look at yeah. that stuff like they're still riding that trump train thinking he's going to come save them and i'm like guys just move on you don't want him to come save you even if he was your savior you got to get yeah. over that shit
1: <laughs> Totally. There's no politician that's going to save any of us. And, you know, once people come to that understanding, you know, their life will be a lot more free. That's for sure. Dude,
0: I saw the greatest. (laughs) I saw the best bumper sticker yesterday. I'm behind this woman. It says, I voted for the president who tells the truth. And I'm sitting there thinking about that. And I'm like, (sighs) who did this woman vote for? You know, because I can't think of one in my lifetime, that's told the truth. So. No,
1: they lie to get elected. You know, I've, I learned that in like when I was like fucking 14, you know. Uh, so it, it blows my mind that people have been putting so much weight into like these politicians, like especially in like the underground scene that I've been a part of for a long time. You know, they've I mean, they've done a really good job at this brainwash and this program. They've done a really, really, really good job.
0: Have you seen a major really, really shift in shit. it, in, in your side of it?
1: Um, I see a lot of people are kind of like coming to understand it's not a big deal, I think. But, you know, uh, the restrictions they're putting on work and, like, just being out in the world, you know, I think a lot of people are just folded to that, you know? And, like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, you and know, that's I, what they're trying I, to do. I, I, yeah, They I mean, want to lock you, know, you down. I've, totally. I mean, you can't go uh, sit down in a restaurant without a freaking jab. Uh, a lot of jobs that, you know, I've been a part of have asked for that information, you know? and. <laughs> Well, well and that, that's the thing. I
0: mean, <laughs> I, and we, you, I don't know if you saw it or not, but I, I saw, and I don't know how much I believe it because it's not really official, is that they're pulling back all the restrictions in England. Um, oh, yeah. Some people are saying next week, some people are saying as early as March. Um, but no masks, no mandates, no passports, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know Ireland's already said the same thing. And I think we're going to start slowly seeing it fall apart. I think they tried a little too hard with this Omicron thing, and it it backfired on them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really hope so. Um, But a friend of mine who's he's uh, going to work for the Pro Bowl for the NFL, and he had to have a booster. Really? Yeah. So like shit like that. even
0: Even though the Supreme Court says it's against your rights. To mandate it you know it's like it just totally. doesn't make any sense but yeah. they're still gonna well, do you know,
1: it totally i mean and you know someone folded at some point you know whoever you know whoever hired him or made the contract you know they're like fuck it
0: well and you would think your unions would support you and in this day and age totally. people that are in the unions are saying unions aren't doing shit they're they're on the other side of this because they're getting paid yeah <laughs> totally.
2: they're
0: on
1: the, yeah they're on the other side i mean i really hope I I am trying to be positive and I see a lot of people waking up to it for sure. So, you know, I I I hope that, you know, we can move on or whatever it is. I hope this shit falls apart, but shit like that, you know, fucking doesn't make me feel as good about it, you know.
0: And they've done a number on people, man. I mean, people Dude, are they've be so been really true. good how many people do you think after all is said and done, they lift all the restrictions, you know, you don't have to wear a mask anymore are still going to hold on to that thing and wear it on their face everywhere they go. You know, I, I, I mean, have a feeling we're going to see a good percentage of the population. And my fear is with the young ones, you know, cause I got a, I got a young son yeah. and I'm like, and and thankfully I've, you know, I've kind of instilled in him to play a game with the whole mass concept when he's at school and, it has gotten him in a little trouble, but I'm like, dude, what are they going to do? You know, kick you out of school. Cause you're trying oh. to breathe fresh air. I'm like, get over it. And if, if I have to come yeah. in and talk to him, I will. But, uh, it's, you know, it's the kids that I worry about because socially they've been retarded
1: for two years now. Yeah, man. I feel so bad for kids. Not, they, they haven't been able to go hang out and, you know, like, school I mean school sucked but like at least you got to hang out with your friends and shit and like got to socialize and meet people and to do stuff and I think that was a big part of their plan too was to disrupt this whole generation and to not having that kind of uh you know uh personal interaction with people having a digital interaction with them through the zoom and and whatever you know like we have you know we're me and you are cross country you know this is tight we could do this but like, I ain't going to do this with my homie in town, you know?
2: Yeah. But like exactly. this generation,
1: this generation, they've really disrupted and and they are, you know, like it's becoming this, you know, at home generation, you know, they're, they're already on it, man. They're already in the digital world.
0: It's that black you know? mirror, it's right? Scary, dude. To it's it. scary.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. No, it is scary. You know? Um, But I
0: see it, you know, I I see it more and more in some of these kids, the idea, the fear of other people, right? And that's what bothers Mm -hmm. me the most is that these kids are being told that people are germs, you know, and, and I I coach, you know, my, my son's in third grade. So, you know, I've been, I've been coaching him every, basically every season, any sport he does just to help out. And so I don't have to sit with the other parents. And, uh, but, and I've been doing it, I did it at a high level, you know, before he was born. And my favorite thing was interacting with the kids, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and the, the biggest thing about
1: coaching, yeah, I mean, that's why you do it. <laughs> yeah. You got to, each kid you know? is a
0: puzzle, right? And you got to find that key that gets them to tick. Well, in this mm-hmm. day and age with the face masks and what they want you to social distance, like if you can't have physical contact with your players, you know, giving them high fives or being able to position them and show them where they need to be, how they have to shoot the ball or catch the ball. They're not getting the full thing out of it. So then they get frustrated. Then they lose interest. Now they, that that's another outdoor or physical activity. They're going to cross off their list and now they're going to go revert back to home and they're going to go back to the black mirror and they're going to find it in there. And, I really feel like they're doing everything they can to, to stress these kids and, and people out. They're trying to stress us all out. I mean, I'm not going to lie. They're doing it to adults. They're trying to ruin families, right? That's the whole goal here is ruin the nuclear family and try and pervert it with this, you know, idea that everybody can have kids, men and women, and just live in this fantasy land that they're trying to create.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: they really weaponized this thing. And, you know, God forgive your, you know, you get sick and you get other people sick, you know, people call you out online for it, shit. You know, I've had friends, like, there's been like these online fucking attacks against them because somehow they fucking spread, you know, this thing to people and it's crazy. They've like really pitted people against each other. And these are like punk rock motherfuckers, you know, these are like tattooers, I know, like, you know motherfuckers you wouldn't expect like to you know for this drama about the shit you know like over some germs man over over a
0: vi, over the cold or the flu think about that for a second if you just replace all these crazy names they gave it and just go back to this is the cold and flu and 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 think about all the chaos they were able to create with
1: that come on now it's wild man it's wild yeah man like i know some punk rock motherfuckers who are like just in you know they are just like well that's why they gone. say punk is dead kind of you know it, it, i mean flipped. fuck dude it, it when really, you got rage
0: against the machine requiring you to have a vax pass to get into their show yeah, you know I mean, shit's that's upside down. that's just too funny man that's just too funny dude <laughs> You know, imagine that you're in there. Yeah, don't do I won't do what you tell me, but I got three boosters and I'm carrying around an ID card that lets you know I'm complying. you know, get
1: out of here. Totally. Yeah, it's fucking just too funny, man. That that should sum it. That should sum this whole thing up, you know. Oh, yeah, it does. (laughs) And then you look at
0: guys like Howard Stern, you know, like Howard Stern was the biggest anti-establishment guy and he's the biggest cuck in the world now. You know, he's out there screaming death to, you know, people who don't want it. And just it's all these people who you thought were rebels are now totally. just, you know, they're as soon as something turns against them, they just they get scared and they show their true colors.
1: Yeah, they got they got some hardcore rebels for sure on this one. And that to me, that's just a you know, big sign that like these motherfuckers know what they're doing and that, you know, the layers are so deep, you know, it just means I need to be more vigilant and more on it, you know, to, to not fall into the trap myself. Cause you know, I've seen, you know, people fall who I never would have expected, you know, people, you know, I, I used to look up to, you know, and it's like, you know, these guys are good. They've been doing this a long time, you know,
2: Oh, and that's the thing hun- people don't realize—hundreds realize hundreds
1: that- of years, hundreds and hundreds of years, probably. And you know, and, you know,
0: I-, I didn't realize that either, really good honestly, at it. and until I got into this shit, like, really. And I, I, I think it was twenty or eighteen or twenty nineteen when I, I did a-, a, a, like a Twitter thread. I started getting into those where I started tying mm. in like the Vatican and uh, like the CFR. And I was trying to I would just take two groups and try and tie them together and see if I could put a thread together. Well, that one blew me away because that thing went Mm -hmm. back pre uh, formation of the United States and into it and then into the Federal (laughs) Reserve and then into all this stuff. And you're like, damn, man, they've been doing this for hundreds of years and they mess up like they fail. But what Mm -hmm. they do is they regroup and they try it again with different players. Or they they, totally. they tweak you know tweak a, a little a uh, plan of attack a little bit, and and people don't want to they don't realize that they are oh, that that's not possible that's just stuff in the movies I'm like no mm. no 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 you want to read here here's six books you oh I'm not I'm not wasting my time on that well th- then don't tell me it's not possible if you're not gonna look at the evidence
1: we're gonna give to you totally totally oh, yeah i mean you just look at like the weapons of mass destruction in iraq like no one talks about that anymore that i mean that was a complete lie complete lie they made it to and it, that's just you don't hear anyone talking about that ever <laughs> nope and
0: and and honestly though what's interesting you brought that up that little uh, shindig over there in iraq what did the u.s troops go after first when they got in there it wasn't going after their their military command they went after yeah. their museums they went totally and guarded man. the museums and yeah. and
1: i even thought at the time i thought that was interesting you know for sure but but now with in the with what i learned the last few years it's like even more you know it's more interesting you know what i mean like it makes perfect sense like that was what the war was about what was the first thing they did they hit the museums and the fucking antiquities did so yep. obviously that was that was mission number 1 for sure um it's a trip and that you know i feel like that's what every war for sure has been <laughs> you know i
0: yeah i never i never even put two and two together Until I saw the uh, the stolen history documentary they put together, they got that three part series that man, that's one of the best. I was just actually watching it before I came on with you because I was watching their World Fair episode uh, the other night before I did my show just to, you know, see if there was anything I wanted to throw in there. And uh, and it's such good work. But it's their epic, their whole thing that they brought out was, okay, well, what if the world wars were just to finish off the destruction of the old infrastructure in Europe? Because you look at those photos, and when they carpet bomb these cities, nothing survives. Totally. Except uh, every now uh, and then like... a cathedral, right? You'd get a church yeah. that would be standing
1: right in the middle of all this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Fucking. Those those uh, documentaries definitely, uh, I learned a ton from, them. and I just watched rewatched them the other day too. I probably watched them like five times.
2: Well,
0: it's like the it's lost like, history no. of Flat Earth video, right? Oh yeah, of, yeah, those i I've two. watched the the five hour one, I think two, probably two and a half times now, and I watched the eight hour one once. And I'm like, man, I could just sit there and watch them all day because there's so much information in there. You know, yeah, like learn
1: something new. Every time.
0: Yeah. And and what I was saying, uh, I was on a podcast last night uh, and basically, you know, he wanted a 101 du- uh, crash course for dummies on Tartaria, you know, or, you know, what is this talk of Tartaria? What is it? And I'm like, I'm like, it's a rabbit hole. I'm like, because you can go down, when you go down, like we started in world's fairs, right? And that's how I got into this, the same way you did. I was into Howdy's book, and I'm like, man, these world fairs are really cool. Yeah. Well, then the world fairs start taking you back to the Crystal Palaces. Well, then I started looking at Crystal Palaces. That brought me to Starforts And then Starforts brings you to cymatics and, and frequency, and that brings you to the cathedrals and the windows and, yeah. and the architecture mm-hmm. of those. And then that brings you to other yeah. structures and shit. And I'm like, it is the deepest never ending rabbit hole because it it can touch everything and it might not have touched any of it at the same time. But mm-hmm. everywhere you go, it leads you all in that direction that there's something more to it. And And the thing that I found fascinating was the, the idea that most people are like have no clue of any of this no clue of the world's fairs (laughs) no clue of these old buildings and cathedral they just you know take it as it is and just like oh okay yep that's an old church it was built and i'm pretty sure i don't know is it you that goes around and looks at uh like grave markers and tries to find people before
1: 1850 uh no that was uh Uh, old scary world that's it it was
0: old scary okay because i know i was watching a video recently and because i'm in um massachusetts so i'm in one of the Mm -hmm. you know this is old country up here and actually the town that i live in the street that i'm on has a lot of the old um farmhouses still on it Mm -hmm. and they all have little signs on them you know with the the owner of the first house and what Mm -hmm. year it was built and uh you know i got some little marker yeah, some late 1700s there, you know, mid 17. I think the oldest one we saw was like 1750 around there. But you go most places around the country and they don't have that. And and I've been a few places and that's one of the things I do now, you know, if I ever start traveling again is I'm going to just go and pop into a uh, either downtown and look at the markers on the buildings or go downtown and look at the markers on the headstones and see what years you're looking at, because you're going to see a lot that happened between 1850 and 1900 and then not big much time. that happened before then almost nothing
1: big time i think the historical markers are a huge clue to where history was manipulated because they put a historical marker on thing on things to actually to mark the history you know what i mean and literally to mark the history and to mark their narrative and so those are great clues so i do the same thing everywhere i go for if it has a plaque of whatever um not only does that you know cue my interest like i like looking into the groups that put the plaque up because those are the ones who are going around and and st- you know put stamping the narrative on everything you know like once they put a historical marker on something you know it, it's history it's <laughs> And you know, it's hard to disprove that because there's a marker. Any dipshit can go, well, they put a fucking plaque up there to say this. And, you know, it's like, well, fuck them and fuck what that thing says. It ain't true. And so those are the those are major clues for me, you know. And there we there's a native sons of the golden west is a group in California that puts up historical markers and they buy historical land and shit. Like Ronald Reagan was a member, and like a bunch of bunch of you know, uh, Free Brick people and shit. Bunch of, and, yeah, uh, club members. You know, those are the stampers of the narrative. You know, like the historical marker stampers. You know that those are the stampers of the narrative, and that's so well, that's major how they got the name,
0: me. right? I mean, if you think about, I, I'm all about word magic lately, and and, and paying more attention. Me too. I love that shit. Yeah, and and I mean, you just look at the name, Free Masonry right Mm -hmm. they didn't build shit (laughs) they found all this stuff they dug it out they decorated it they touched it up threw some paint on it they didn't build anything and 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 you see that when you hear anything associated with the free especially the late freemasons right the early mason masons yes they were the builders these guys are the free ones they're
1: all the occult you know guys they're not building shit totally no, they're just they refasaded shit. They were just, you know, a lot of it was like land grab shit. To where, fucking, you know, they got paid out millions on shit. You know, like, you know, fucking, they are land grabbing and then either demolishing shit and building a hotel or building an apartment building or a department store. You know, it was just, it was all money. That's our current controllers, our current free brickers. You know for sure. But yeah, the names, and, yeah, there's so much into the name and the wording and stuff, man.
0: And that's the other thing I started looking at names. Because what you'll start noticing if you start paying attention to the names, especially the the old names, you know, the the the, the guys that are the founders and things like that. Those are the guys that they're the finders. Naked. Yeah. Like I I, <laughs> I never knew about this guy until I read Howdy's book, H H Bancroft. Who basically wrote uh-huh. the history of America himself, you know over like sixty thousand yeah, yeah. pages he wrote himself, and he wrote on the history of basically every western state, uh the natives, he's got like five or six volumes on the natives. he wrote on some on mexico and and, and a little bit of Latin or South America. I can't remember exactly, but this guy is credited with writing sixty thousand
1: pages of shit like come on, yeah man totally. He has a huge, uh, building in SF that was, uh, demoed in, uh, 18, uh, 1906. I mean, he has
0: like the Stanford library, right? It has a, no, a it's, bank...
1: it said, uh, it's a Cal Berkeley library.
0: Berkeley. Okay.
1: The bank. Yeah. And, uh, I've been meaning to go up there. I just visited the site and it's saying it's like by appointment only. And you have, it's like, uh, so you can't check books out there you have to do all it's all insert it's always been insert in-house research really so yeah so hmm. um yeah so now you have to like register and stuff and um like ask they say ask for the books you want and they'll have them ready for you or whatever and, like look online or whatever
0: because i'd love just to have, get into some of his notes you know, if oh, you got man, into yeah. some of his notes or something like that, that's a gold mine right
1: there. Yeah, he's a major controller for sure of of the narrative and yeah, I I need to pay a visit to that uh library cuz it's it's crazy. I I know what it looks like I've I've seen it a million times um so yeah i need to go investigate that shit well and that's you know one that's of the things
0: like i like about notes your notes in
1: there
0: i like about your youtube channel is yeah. you know you and you do it on instagram too is you give us a lot of local stuff and you've mm-hmm. done you know your legwork out in the local field and you know one of the things that fascinates me because this is another area where i take the hit as you know being called retarded is the mud <laughs> flood and mm-hmm. you start looking at you know, evidence, and and you start trying to rationalize with people that how is it possible that a building was built 14 or 15 feet under mud on an angle, you know, they just built that into the building while they did it, as opposed to there was something that happened. And there was a because we've seen it before. It's not like something that's unprecedented in history. There have been small scale mud floods, you know, like, associated with yeah,
1: happens all the time.
0: Yeah. I mean, you see it in Europe a lot more than the States, but, you know, we do get them here every now and then. But one of the things that we have the uh, luxury of here in the States is we don't have to put our population around those areas where they're going to happen. So, you know, you're not going to see massive devastation. It's not going to be headline news. But so with that said, though, I, I, I think San Francisco, out of all the places I've seen, you know, other than like, Missouri is another big one where you just look at these buildings and one after the other. You know, it's either it's built on a giant hill or there's mud lines on the building or it looks like the lower floor is almost buried and you see like a little window that's kind of hanging out or stairs that go down to nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, SF is probably one of the greatest examples of mud flood. And you can go anywhere. And, you know, that's the other thing that really hooked me on this was, you know, when the mud flood clicked and I saw it and I was like, dude, that all of San Francisco looks like that, you know? And then I, I, you know, I work over there all the time. I'm there all the time. And so it's like, mud flood here, mud flood there, mud flood here. I'm driving down this tree, mud flood, mud flood. I'm like, it's fucking everywhere. And, you know, I fucking work in the building trades and, you know, as far as I know, fucking, you grade out the building, you know, you don't dig down and like, you know, maybe you do it fucking whatever, that's what you want to do, but it's like everywhere, you know, it's like a new construction. You could see it's like right next to old shit, like the new shit. They don't have half buried windows on the sidewalk, like fucking retards. You know what I mean? Cause it doesn't make any fucking sense. What, you know, it's like Everyone's house on the East Coast, I, I don't know, you have a basement out there, and like
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, everything yeah. basically out here has a basement. And it flood
1: yeah. and it floods all the time. You know, so why you know, like that's just a house, okay. But like, you know, they wouldn't do that on purpose and all these. It's retarded and uh the evidence is just everywhere, man. I love and I'd love going and just seeing shit, but there's so much around here and uh, and and a lot of it's in these in like the suburb cities around the bay area you know like and i know that because i can find shit so easily that everywhere you go you can find shit and you know just but one of my things i just go out and take you know go see for yourself go on a walk pay attention to your fucking city you know like one of the big numbers they've done on us is just keeping us blinders. You know, it's like, stay down, stay down. And especially now people's phones, they like, or don't even look around when they're walking, you know, it's like,
0: well, they came out dude, with that movie, <laughs> right? Don't look up. They want yeah. you. Yeah.
1: They exactly. want
0: you staring and it's like, at your phone. They want your head up, dude. basically your head up your ass. Yeah. And, and you're not paying attention to anything.
1: Totally, man, because they can, you know the evidence is everywhere. Just fucking look around is all you have to do. Look around and start asking questions like, okay, when was this fucking cathedral built? and you you go, and it's just insane. The story that they tell they tell, you know, but half the time they moved or you know you you know the deal fucking, and it, you know it's so interesting, man. But, a lot of this thing is like man it's a so, they really fucking did a good job that's what trips me out you know a lot of it's like wow man fucking it's almost like it's like a, almost like a hats off you know fucking
0: oh you have to give them but, credit they're evil <laughs> yeah. geniuses you know? yeah it's it- like
1: fuck dude the deeper i get it's like, God damn you motherfuckers. You, you did, okay, you did think of everything. You know? Yeah, because
0: you get to it's a like, point fuck. where you're like, okay, they couldn't have touched our water. Uh, yep, they got that. They couldn't have touched our oh, food. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they got everything. that. They couldn't have touched our yeah, skies. Everything. Oh, man, they got that. You know, they wouldn't be mess- giving everything. us bad medicine, right? Oh, uh, no, no, that's toxic too. And then you're like, well, what oh. about the healthy foods? Well, the healthy <laughs> foods, they use certain terms to try and just charge you a little more, but it's the same shit. Just repack. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh totally. God. And then you find yeah. these natural cures, right. Or something that works and you can't go spread it around and tell people because that's medical
1: misinformation. Yeah, totally. Or you can't get that treatment like in America or whatever. Cause it's, yep. you know, not approved or whatever. Like, well like even something you know, as what...
0: simple as cannabis, <laughs> you know, for like, kids having seizures and things like that and, and
1: how oh, totally,
0: you know, you can't parents are being arrested for, I mean, it's just nonsense when you, you think about it, it's like, they have to control yeah. everything. And until, and that's really where we're going, right. Is until they're able to basically predict what you're going to do before you do it, they're not going to be happy. So totally. It's, totally. it's yeah, man, it's,
1: dude, speaking of, I mean, fucking uh my little chihuahua's uh epileptic. And like, he gets, he was getting crazy seizures, like three a day. And I started giving him CBD and they immediately fucking stopped.
0: That's beautiful. No,
1: man. He's had like a few in the last couple of years, as opposed to like a few a day, just from the CBD. only thing is, is immediate. And like, you know, fucking imagine high doses of that for people, for humans with seizures, you know? Yep. just multiply what I gave that little fucker times a thousand and just take that. Probably yeah. Well, Caesar's, especially you know? kids,
0: right? And they're like, Oh, you know, it gets this stigma that it's it's can no, it's medicine. It's just because some rich bastard wanted to make more off selling paper than he did off being able to sell hemp, and he wanted to control the market. So, what'd he right. do? He created reefer madness and this whole stigma behind it. And you, you know, you start yeah. looking into this stuff and it's all one side up after another and they all tie in. And this is where, like you're saying before, it drives yeah, you crazy at all because there's nothing they haven't touched, you know, or, or put their taint on. It's, it's just, uh, and it's, it's, you know, I said that I was saying this to somebody the other day, that when you first realize this, man, it's a dark time. Cause you're like, holy shit dude I've been lied to my whole life about basically everything and you're like okay well then what is real and you have to do that that self-assessment and and it can take you I've seen people that get broken from it you know and they never come back they're just a a crushed soul after they realize you know they've just been lied to their whole life and then there's other people that take it and they're like okay you lied to me. Now I'm going to sh- expose all your lies. And that's, you know, where we all come in and we're like, you know, F yeah. you. All right. You got one over on me. I'm not
1: falling for it again, though. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. A lot of us just being aware of what they're, you know, they're up to some shady shit always. So,
0: you know. Well, I don't know about you. I, I, you know, I haven't watched television regularly in a couple of years now, because it just got to a point where I couldn't enjoy it anymore all I saw was a, you know, programming here, a narrative they're pushing over here. And it's like every across the board, whether it was a, you know, a, a regular network show or history channel or, you know, whatever you may watch, it's like, everybody's pushing this message and you're like, man, enough's enough already. Yeah. Big time. I mean,
1: for a long time, I did watch TV and, um, I was able to just kind of fucking deal with it, you know, uh, but over the last four or five years, I just, I just have grown a, super tired of it. And like, I can't even, I used to watch a lot of sports and same here. Even like sports is pretty ruined for me. Like I'm kind of like, you know, I'm barely holding on to the NFL, but like, it's really hard it's really hard to watch and um you know it's just it's nothing you know the thing is like it's it's hard you know initially it's it's hard to to you know get into this research because it is totally you know uh paradigm shifting and you know you know it's hard to realize that we've been lied to our whole entire lives but you know, if you keep going, it's liberating and it's been liberating to me, you know, even though like I'm fucking still trying to figure out this puzzle and, you know, I'm far from figuring it out, but it's, you know, it's been liberating to me just to know that it, it's all false and that, you know, I don't have to live by their paradigm. I don't have to live by their narrative. You know, I don't have to live by their bullshit. And, it, you know, it's just even more reaffirming to me and that's more liberating, I, you know, I, I, and I encourage, that's I encourage everyone to fucking go down that path too, like, it's scary at first, but it's liberating, we don't have to live like them, like, and that's going to be the revolution, is to not live like them, as, you know, to divide the system in those ways, you know, it starts personally like that, you know, you know, we have to adapt and survive, and you know, thrive in their bullshit system. You know, <laughs> like, well, and that's the key. It's not going to go away. <laughs>
0: it's like, yeah, you still have to participate, but you got to be more selective as to how you participate. Big time, right? Like, Big I'm time. I'm one of those guys that I refuse to wear a mask. So if I walk into your store and you give me shit about it, I'm I'm leaving and I'm never coming back, and you've lost a customer. Now on the mm-hmm. other side of it you know, these businesses that have been open the whole time and are, let you do your business, I will go support them. Up, I will go out of my way to go support them. Because those are the kind of people that I respect, you know, that that let me have the freedom of choice. You know, it's it's amazing how
2: big yeah, time.
0: it's amazing how the paradigm, like you said, it shifted so fast that, you know, you have to be selective with, with who you support now. And and y- you got to realize your dollar, as useless and worthless as it is, it goes a long way in the end. If you pull your money out of their system and you stop buying their products, you, they're, they're going to lose money. They're not going to be able to put on all the advertisements that they put on. And, and slowly, like you're seeing it with the major news networks, their numbers are way down. Yet they're still, who's holding them up? You know, somebody's got to be mm-hmm. propping them up at this point. And if you don't see that, you got to be blind because the numbers that they're mm-hmm. getting are comical. When you have a comedian who has a podcast who's, you know, drawing five, if not, you know, almost 10 times more viewership than you, and you are a multi-billion mm-hmm. dollar industry, you're not doing something right. And mm-hmm. uh, and so you look at it and you're like, okay that it seems like the dam is breaking there, right? The, the news media has totally. been exposed totally. Nobody really trusts that. I mean, oh, obviously people do still trust <laughs> them because we got the maskers and we got the jabbers and all those folks, but you got to expect that, right? There's going to be that small, and that's when you realize, okay, and this is something I, I feel like I say every podcast is, you're not going to wake everybody up. Right. And once you come to that realization that not everyone wants this information, then you are in a better place. The biggest mistake you can make as a person in our position with this information is to impose it on someone who doesn't want any part of it. And, and that in the beginning is as crushing as finding out this information is saying, listen, man, I want to help you. I want to let you see some stuff. And they're like, I don't care. Nope. And you're like, but, 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 and they're like, no, I don't care. And then you're not even friends. You know, I lost m- multiple mm-hmm. friends over that kind of shit. Cause they're like, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. And I'm like, all right, I don't even want to talk about that stuff. We could talk about others. stuff. So I just want to see if you had, you know, wanted to talk and no, nope, no, nope, we're done. Okay. All right. I can't believe you even thought about that stuff is what they'd say. You know, I'm like, all right. Okay. Yeah. We're in an era. I wish. They call it the post-truth era right now, where mm-hmm. truth is essentially dead because it's just really a construct. It's it's what what you believe is your truth, and what I believe is my truth, and it everything else is is what it is.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it it blows me away that anyone can trust anything coming out of the news, like you know i would challenge anyone to just turn off their tv for a week you know and just see how much better your life is yeah you know like you know if you're stressing off that shit just turn the fucking shit off live your life for a week see how great you feel and see how nothing has fucking changed despite whatever these clowns are fucking performing you know what i mean yeah, Your the sky's not falling. On. It doesn't matter. They're gonna they're gonna come down with their rules, they're gonna come down with their fucking bullshit. And you know, there's not really a reason to stress out <laughs> except over the solution, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and uh, you know, people have it twisted, you know, they have everyone twisted, it's an upside down world.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, one yeah, of the things like, that you, you know, one of the things that you uh, posted, and I- I'm fascinated by this because I, I still don't know what to believe on it. Is the the panoramic picture of San Francisco, right? You have you have yeah. a the panoramic picture, which there's not a living soul in the whole city of this panoramic picture, which is one part of it. But then you also showed the that video we taught the burning of san francisco mm-hmm. and that video is even wilder because we're talking old time photoshopping right and people don't realize yeah. they had the ability to photoshop back then and some of the pictures that we see i mean you pointed it out more than, more than you know numerous times the vanilla sky Mm-hmm. why why do they always That's white weird. out the sky it has nothing to do i get bullshit responses from people about the cameras and exposures and all this mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah but not every picture has it there's some pictures with clouds. exactly
1: exactly yeah And then you get some where there's like you can tell they cut around it you know they cut around like a spire or something you know uh yeah there's there's definitely a lot of trickery with the photos it's really hard that's you know they've fucking made it really hard on us, you know. Do
0: you think that panorama is a model or or what? Because that's just a weird Man. thing in itself. Yeah,
1: it's a trip, and like the whole thing. Um, I guess it's it's the actual pictures of it are huge, like um, maybe like six by six foot glass wow. each frame. And so, just thinking about that technology and shit. You know,
2: um,
1: that, I mean, to, that picture is a trip, I guess. Like, so I've seen an article, someone wrote, uh, on stolen history, they like really dug through it. And I guess there's like maybe 40 or 50 people they found in the whole picture. No way. But, like, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, like if you start really looking like, like shadows, when you zoom in, you're like, okay, so that's the person but like still 40 people in that whole panorama. Like, I mean, that's one of the, I think that's one of the smoking guns for sure, because 1878 San Francisco should not have been completely built out like that, you know? oh the, yeah. Cause um, what you're looking at
0: around 1850 is the
1: gold rush. Yeah. 1849 was a gold rush. SF became a official state, or I mean, California became official state and like, I want to say 1852 but it could be 1850. You know, so it wasn't even a state you know until until then and there's early pictures you know and or early paintings of San Francisco where it's desolate, you know. You know, supposedly. And then all of a sudden uh 28 years later it's completely built out. And you know, this is a the gold rush, this is a the civil war, this is a like the uh, the Mexican-American War, you know, like... who? And they're traveling it, there by you know? horse and buggy, mind you. Exactly, and they right? built and it by horse and buggy. Because the railroad doesn't
0: come until, like, I don't think the, like, late 60s, early 70s of 1800, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not too sure about the dates. It might be closer to the gold rush.
0: Yeah,
2: because like, I, I know... Uh, you, might I've be been show, you might be watching that show...
0: 1883 on uh on mm-hmm. paramount about uh the precursor to yellowstone or whatever and that's a yeah, that's yeah. an interesting story because they brought up something that kind of ticked something in my brain that would you know that may have increased the orphan numbers by a you know slightly was any of the people that were making that trip that ended up dying you know they're gonna leave kids behind there's there's candidates for those you know trains or resettlement camps or whatever they were doing with them
1: for sure i've i've had doubts about the the wild wild west narrative and i don't I, i mean i can't prove anything but i just highly doubt that the cowboys and indian story is true or any of that kind of shit um it it doesn't match up for sure you know and you think about like all our at least my granddad fucking loved his fucking uh westerns westerns yeah loved them as black and white westerns you know john wayne all that shit like that's when the programming was you know what i mean
0: yep that's when they
1: programmed the wild wild west you know that was the final program and you know fucking even the 1915 sf uh, Expo had the uh gold mining camp of forty nine was one of the expositions you know they were selling it then even yeah they were selling they were selling this gold rush of you know for and, and these miners
0: well yeah i I don't buy that. another one that fascinates me is is Utah and the Mormons because you look yeah, at some of the architecture <laughs> there and especially around you know the salt lake area and these these guys supposedly built this like
1: Mm. mm. yeah it's wild and i guess they were out in california mining in the 1840s and i think they they had the first mint in salt lake city was like 1849 or
0: something yeah they were late 40s
1: coincidence the coincidence of that oh they built the first fucking mint and at the same year as the gold rush got set off
0: oh, well and there was you not know, a coincidence. there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of talk of some of these old buildings had a layer of gold covering them that was stripped off totally. eventually and that's where a lot of you know that that possibly the gold rush was really bullshit and that they were just stripping old buildings and then taking that gold totally. and bringing it yeah and because I've always that, that's questioned a part of that, it 100%. Whole, that whole gold rush narrative. It never made sense to me how people are just going to go pan in a river and you're going to eventually, you might find wealth, you might find shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's been, there's been miners who've made money, you know? Like, we can make a list over the years. But, like, we don't know their names. The names that we know back then, like, you know leland stanford and the Robert barons the big four uh mark hopkins and them those guys were like the grocery store owners <laughs> you know those guys owned the shops like yep those are the people those are the people who made the money you know like the bancrofts and then yep. the newspaper guys like those are the people who profited off the gold rush when you really think about it um so you know that's to me that's just another clue that it's a bullshit narrative, you know, fucking. Yeah, the club members. A, a grocer fucking starts the fucking national, you know, starts a railroad that fucking becomes this, that, and it's, now it's Union Pacific, you know, fucking, Yeah. yeah, had a university named after him, like get the it fuck sounds out a of lot, here, dude. It's so- a grocer.
0: Yeah, it sounds a exactly. lot like the stories that we get of these guys creating these tech companies in their garage that turn out to be multi-billion exactly. dollar companies, right? It's their Dude. version of it, and that's what we see. Once you start Big seeing time, this, though. this you see it over and over again, and that's all they totally. did, right? The the yeah. founding fathers and, mm-hmm. and some of the, the robber barons, the early players their their narrative is the same bullshit that we get with zuckerberg and with jack dorsey totally. and and you know bezos and all these guys gates it's the same story it's they're just characters
1: fictional totally. characters it's, for the most part yeah that were put so in funny. That place <laughs> totally man yeah it's so funny because someone just told me um someone was telling me they used to have a, uh, or i think uh recording he used to have a recording studio on some space in oakland or something and this was years ago and elon musk he told me elon musk had an office there like just his tiny little office you know he told me some that like he he was talking to him about going to space and all this shit and he was like oh that guy's so I, i thought that guy was fucking crazy or whatever and whatever that's funny you know i didn't think of that story like unless that perspective fell just now yeah he, he's one it's of them, totally right? same yeah he's, yeah, he's yeah. one of those he's guys totally program
0: he's yeah. never created anything he's bought every uh, his parents owned like a emerald mine in south africa you know it's not like huh. these people don't come from poverty you know you look at like bezos his connection was his like his grandfather was in darpa or worked with darpa yeah you know so that all I mean, these anyone people, yeah they all have connections
1: right totally anyone anyone who came from poverty who is that rich would not be that big of a piece of shit no doubt about that you know so
0: no because you know what it's like to be one of
1: us right (laughs) totally yeah Yeah. you'd be given you'd be given 999 million dollars away because it doesn't fucking matter you're not going to need it you know what i mean
0: (laughs) well that and that's why they portray these people in the media and and you know it started to get exposed in um you know, in like 2019, right before the election and stuff into 2020, that these people in the media that they prop up are usually some of the sickest people in the game, and they're the people who have played the most and they've they they're willing to do anything. You know, you ask them to oh, do it, sure. they're gonna do it for it. You just gotta, you know, they'll name their price and you take care of oh, it. Oh, dude.
1: Big time, bro. Fucking yeah, uh, Ask my girlfriend, fucking anytime we're watching TV and there's commercials, like every commercial (laughs) on my core, my (laughs) core, you know, you know, you know, people always comment, oh, do they need money that bad to do this deodorant commercial? Yeah. It's like, no, no, they're just fucking whores. Yeah. They're fucking whores. Well, and that's what you wonder. They all are. They all are. You're You're like, I need the same
0: person that you're going to shove down my throat in a movie then you're gonna give them a TV show. Then they're gonna be in every commercial, like you're saying, whether it's deodorant, selling food, whatever they're doing.
2: Fucking
0: they're pizza. they're not. They're just you're falling into the machine, right? You're falling for that totally. programming. They're getting you to think that this person does it, so you need to do it.
2: Yeah, and then I you realize, that too, like yeah.
0: you said, they're just they're just they're a whore. They're just doing it for the yeah. money.
1: The funniest is seeing athletes fucking uh, promote fast food shit. Because you know the pro athletes don't i mean maybe they fuck with their once in a while whatever maybe the big fat linemen do fucking but you know these quarterbacks and shit do fucking promoting fucking mcdonald's and shit or that's just straight poor yeah. shit you know it's like fucking why would you fucking do that if you had any kind of conscience in your mind you know what i mean That's right, yeah and no
0: and and sometimes you're like why are they selling this too like that doesn't make any sense why would you i don't associate that person with this product like it's just yeah yeah it's all it's all posturing (laughs) and and you know and now you you get into and commercials are the worst because there's no limit to what kind of propaganda
1: they'll push out and i know for sure i mean that you know yeah i mean those the just clear signs they sold their souls like when you talk about selling your souls to the devil or whatever like it's not as literal as that obviously but yes they did sell their souls you know well in these
0: corporations man i've I, i i've seen it firsthand in the last you know 10 years they've done a complete 180 you know we went from in like the early 2000s you couldn't Ask about a person's sexuality, or you know, you're liable to get a lawsuit now. If you don't address their sexuality correctly, <laughs> you can be the one who gets in trouble for it. I'm like, what this is work. Like, yeah. why why does that matter? What if I use the wrong pronoun and, and shit? And that's where we're going with this stuff. It's just totally. a wild I mean, look time.
1: At, yeah. Look at the NFL, you know, like what was it four years ago? You know, they were fining players people were talking about kicking people off teams just for taking a knee during the national anthem and now they run nothing but how they're he- helping out you know black neighborhoods and you know this and that and this and that like they've been that doing it all along you know like it's like yo wake up motherfuckers <laughs> it was only four fucking years ago
2: yeah
0: you know? Yeah, like, and what do they how really fast
1: they can flip it. They can And what's it, hilarious
0: is these companies, these big corporations, what they say they're doing is such bullshit cuz they're just gaslighting you. They don't go into these communities. What not. they do is they write a check. It goes to a politician. The politician puts it in his pocket. The kids or organization never sees it. It's all it's all a big scam. So I don't want to hear that you're uh, these big just social justice warriors. You're not doing anything. You get maybe a player or two, a team that goes out into the community, but as a league, you're not doing anything to better the cause. If anything, you're dividing it
1: even more. Yeah, totally. It's just, you know, setting up fights and barriers and, you know, distractions really.
0: And that's what made me give up sports for the most part. Like I was like, I was diehard, man. I, I, I was into hockey, baseball, uh, uh NBA back in the day not so much post Jordan but and then the NFL and and I even got at one point in like the early 2000s I was watching like soccer I was watching like European you know uh club soccer and stuff and it and then all of a sudden the messaging just boom it flicked 2020 came and all of a sudden everything became political and I'm like dude I come to sports to get away from that shit. You're gonna bring mm-hmm. it into my into sports, I'm out. And you know, I it sucks because like I'll watch a little baseball with my son because he he still he still likes baseball and uh and we'll watch college football, we we'll watch Alabama play, but that's about it. And uh other than that, dude, sports I'm are dead to me essentially, you know, and it sucks because that was a big part of what I did, you know, in the in my yeah, old, same hair. You know, it's like what do we do now? And now I'm like, okay. Now, but the the thing of it that makes me laugh is I see I fell for the distraction, though. All that time, all that energy I invested into that. I can't think of how many times I would go to bed pissed off because my fucking sports team lost. When in reality, they don't give a shit about me. It it should have no bearing on my life whatsoever. But that's what happens with these things is we take them personally and we, we join teams and that's my team. And, mm-hmm. and, and you invest into it, but they don't have anything invested in you. And it's a real one-way relationship.
1: Big time. I mean, I, I had a fucking rude awakening. When the Raiders moved to Vegas, cause I had season tickets for probably like seven years or something. I've been going to games forever. And, um, you know, when they said they moved, you know, to me it was, it was a clear, obviously clear it was a money grab, whatever they can fuck about anybody. And they've and, been jerking um, you guys around for years. Totally. I mean, in the last you know, 30, was, 40 years. Yeah. So, you know, that, you know, that was a big awakening to, you know, the distraction of sports, you know, cause once I have I checked out of like, checked out of like how much I cared about it especially how much I checked out, how much I cared about the Raiders. Like, um, you know, I put a lot of energy into that, into it, you know, and, um, you know, these rich motherfuckers didn't give a fuck about me. Oh, and you plan you your know, day
0: like, around that, right? Like yeah. you, oh, my life. We I alter did, our life you know? for that stuff. And they, in the yeah. end, could care less about you. They're just gonna take so, your money, they're gonna take your energy, and, and, and then they're going to be on their way to the next one.
1: Totally. And that, you know, that was a big eye opener too, you know, and I'm glad that happened. You know, I needed that to happen. You know, um, it's not, and it's, I don't think it's a coincidence that, you know, I start getting, I start going down the rabbit hole, you know, can, around the same time, you know, at least the Tartarian rabbit hole. Yep. So it's, you know, it was a good thing. It was a major distraction and that's what a lot of things are, you know, it's really hard to, it's taken a lifetime to try and decipher it, you know, and I still get, you know, I still get fooled. So.
0: Oh, that's, and that's the best part though, the the being able to admit that, listen, man, I'm wrong. I was wrong. That, that in in today's day and age is a huge quality to have. And if you can have that, you are going to make it a lot further than someone who knows everything, whose views are set, and and they'll tell you, yeah, I know this for fact. These are facts. You know, I listen to some of these uh, podcasts out there where these people are, you know, holier than thou, and they're up there preaching to you. Like, you need to listen to me. I know this stuff. And I'm like, dude, you don't know shit. Anybody that tells you they know stuff, treat it with a grain of salt. Because they're probably full of shit or they're just a psychopath, you know, or a combination of both. Because anybody that's like, okay, here's what I've researched and here's what I, I, you know, I think, I'll listen to that guy all day. But anybody that's coming out totally. telling me, telling you, I know or they're trying to sell you something, be real cautious.
1: Totally. I mean, and that's what, you know, they cry so much about, you know, the scientific method and peer review and all this shit, but they don't want none of that. You know, we're, you know, I put put shit out there, like, look you know, check it out for yourself. You know, like, you know, I think that's what a lot of us do. And, um, you know, we're peer review it please, you know, prove me wrong. Any of this shit, you know, if you could prove me wrong, fucking hats off. Well, and that's what's frustrating about it. They don't. Yeah, (laughs) you can't, you
0: can't refute it, right? You can't argue once they label it. You a you can't, you can't have any sort of back and forth with them. There's no appeal, mm-hmm. nothing. And when did it become acceptable to only present one side of a discussion? Like, that's what I'm wondering here. And, and, and how people, some people don't see that and, and just can blatantly label it as medical misinformation. It's like, hold on. There's only <coughs> one it. side to this story. That's it. There's no, there's no like, okay. So we can take something like peanut butter, right? Peanut butter could kill thousands of people if we gave it to everyone so what Whoa. makes you think that something that you created in a lab is also good for everyone cuz no, there is yeah. nothing on this planet that is good for everyone so this mentality that you either you either bow the knee and take take it or you know you're a parasite to society and you know you're going to get shut out of all this stuff it's like okay man you can keep shutting me out because Eventually, you're going to need my dollars somewhere, right? You can't you can't get rid of all of us out of your economy because it will take a hit, and that's when they yeah. care, right? I mean, they don't give a shit about much, exactly. but their pocketbooks. And that's another thing about the world's fairs. You know, kind of coming full circle here. Most of these world fairs lost money, lost significant money.
2: Yeah, and-
1: that's a, a trippy part of it.
0: Yeah, so you think about it and you're like, okay, these are, these are, again, we're talking about wealthy people, man. And we know wealthy people, they do not invest to lose money. So, how are you getting these people to invest year after year after year in this if there's no ulterior motive and it's just a bottom line business decision?
1: Yeah, it makes no sense. That's, and that's another huge clue, too, you'll find in all these fairs is it's a lot of these old ones they didn't make shit for money and there was all these fucking rich motherfuckers involved and a lot of it they they managed to heist from public money you know public donations
2: and well shit, you in know? new like, orleans a big part of it too
0: yeah in new orleans the guy took off with like you know almost two million dollars like the the head of the the finance committee or whatever he just he just pocketed yeah. two mil and took off and they never heard from him again
1: Right. Yeah. And that, you know, that's the story they tell us. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. That's, oh, of course. That's, a, no. that's that's the non-exaggerated version. I got one you know, for you. That.
0: I'm not sure where I stand on it. And I love hearing people's opinion. I don't know if you know much about it though, but H.H. Uh, H. H. Holmes, the, uh, oh, yeah, the, the serial uh, killer serial in Chicago killer. during the world fair. Do you know anything about him?
1: Yeah. It's a trip. Cause um, I know a little bit about him just from like, you know, fucking getting, <laughs> the serial killers and shit but it wasn't until recently that i put two and two together that it he was it was like during the the expo there and shit and that like that was a big part of his story you know his he, he was running the hotel like i've always fucking thought like uh i did find a hotel for the 1915 uh world expo and sf but i've always thought like where do these all these motherfuckers stay you know like like, how many fucking hotels did they have to build or whatever? Uh, so then it was, it was just funny. It was like, oh, shit. He was running the hotel for these motherfuckers coming to the fair. You know, it's just a funny fucking circular moment. But um, I haven't dug much deeper into, like, the relevance of it uh, yet. Yeah,
0: no, it's just crazy that, you know, and the story is he's only – He, during the World Fair, he had the, uh, they called it the murder hotel, uh, but it was the (laughs) World Fair hotel. And supposedly he had all this crazy um, design when it was built, you know, Mm -hmm. where he'd have false walls, false doors, uh, booby Mm -hmm. traps, all, you know, trap doors, all sorts of crazy. It was like a fun house, basically. And he would get these women in there and uh, single women and, you know, eventually, rumor has that he killed him. And uh he was only ever convicted though, of one murder, which was of his business partner. Um hmm. And that was, he, he supposedly killed him. And then it, they said he, he confessed or there was rumors. He killed up to 27 more, anywhere from 27 to 200 is the number. So that's yeah, kind I thought of it like,
1: was in like the hundreds.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It goes from like, I think it was 27 that he confessed to, But they said, you know, between because what happened was they started going around to medical schools in in the nation and finding out where are you getting your corpses from your skeletons from? (laughs) Because he was selling. That's what he was doing. He would kill these people and then he would, uh, you know, get get the bones to bear and then sell their skeletons to medical colleges and <laughs> you, you know you gotta wonder uh, if this guy is coming to you you know on a weekly basis with uh skeletons like what's going on here like there's no red flags oh, raised
1: or anything where are you getting those from <laughs>
0: yeah yeah where are you coming up with all these skeletons and and supposedly i mean i read uh the devil in the white city uh the book and it's obviously it's nonfiction, so. Uh, you get into it a little bit and because I was I, I started reading, I thought at first I thought it was fiction I thought it was a real story and I'm like, how the fuck yeah. do they know all these details about him like because they knew everything about it. and then I realized about halfway in it was fiction, but they don't really get into the construction of the World Fair much which is interesting because again, with such a huge endeavor taking place, you figure that people would be talking about the construction of this thing and you cannot find hardly any construction photos you can't find many news articles that mention it let alone have a picture of it yet you have all these people that supposedly went and watched it it's like well what is it
1: yeah i mean just the amount of workers is like the whole city would have had to rally you know or whatever they said they
0: only used forty thousand people
1: to build it all yeah
0: so if you so we're saying okay the story is for most of these fairs we're looking at two to two and a half years okay most of the fairs have a minimum of a hundred structures most of them were closer to 200 then you get to St. Louis and they had 1200 so yeah that's wow yeah you're just like this doesn't make any sense like how how do you build this many buildings and yeah it doesn't even today like you know uh, um even in i think it's howdy's book that he talks about how he has a a friend who's an engineer and he's like dude it would take two years let alone just for the landscaping he goes to build all these buildings and stuff we're looking at 10 to 15 years unlimited budget unlimited manpower today's technology but they did it years back then and like you said in san francisco they did it in six months
1: yeah they did and that they did it in all kinds of crazy times all over the place
0: and they do it, it doesn't only make only to destroy it six months later and lose money while totally doing enough. it you know like it
1: makes no sense
0: none none unless
1: no
0: unless you are trying to eliminate and re-educate right
1: and that's learn. Exactly. yeah then to me looking at it like that then they start making a lot of sense
0: mission accomplished right because they're gonna they're gonna go in there they're gonna eliminate any thing that resembles any old architecture except for one they'll still give you a little taste right they'll let you have that one visual uh experience still to know that it was still there but we're gonna remove everything else And while we're doing it, we're going to show you the future of what we're going to give to you and how you're going to live and how we're going to make your life better. But you just got to be in our system, you know, forget about these old ways. And that's like you start getting into these uh, insane asylums and orphanages and things like that. And you're like, man, we're just it just it all adds up way too well, you know, totally. Yeah. Child labor you know, the
1: kids in the coal mines and shit. yeah,
0: you know you no, know, if they're not child laborers, they were being trafficked in some manner, and oh. uh, and and you know you have all these orphans or parentless kids being shipped off they don't know, and it they say it only takes one generation to rewrite history,
1: right, so, totally, yeah, exactly, like some six year old kid or some ten year old kid who gets dropped off in some farm in Nebraska. You know after a couple years of his family being like hey you were born in fucking lincoln nebraska you lived on this farm your whole fucking life like he's just gonna believe it like he's gonna believe whatever it is they tell him you know like and you know fucking i think a cold hard reality of like us in america at least i can speak of but i think in a lot of places you know australia for sure um I think a lot of our great grandparents or our great great grandparents were on orphan train somewhere, you know. And you know, I think we pretty much count on that. And if you think you you know your history past your great grandparents or great great grandparents, then you're, it's probably made up. It's probably fabricated.
2: Yeah, history from a great I'm population.
0: Actually, I'm actually interested because I got I'm I'm reaching out to my mom to see because I know one of her cousins. Uh, did this deep family dive you know like genealogy like going mm. not the 23andme or any of that shit like she went like to the old town hall records and dug through it and they came up with like a little book on it and i was interested to see <laughs> and this was way before i got into any of this stuff so now i'm hearing that and i'm like man I, i'm interested to see a did we have anybody here before 1850 do i have any relatives here and where did they come from? If we did, and and start mm-hmm. seeing, because I, I've I've heard a few people that I've talked to about this tell me, like, yeah, my great grandfather was basically on an orphan train. Come to find out, you know, his parents, he was shipped yeah. over here. He had no family. They they brought yeah. him through and put him on a, 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 you know, and dropped him
1: in, you know, the Midwest. Totally. I mean, I yeah, and I'd say. You know, if you have that in your history, you could guarantee that anything before that is some fabricated lie. Yep. You know?
0: Yep. And you see it. And I, I mean, I, and, and anybody totally. that questions that, you have to look at the Bible, right? The Bible's been manipulated more than any book in history. Hopefully. So if you, yeah, don't, if what you think is, is there's the nothing Bible? that's sacred, they they manipulated God's word. All right. If there's any other way to put it to you, they they have manipulated the word of God. If they're telling you that the Bible is the word of God, they have decided which words you can hear and you can't. So it started there and it's it's gone downhill ever since, you know, like we were talking about, they manipulated the calendar, they manipulated the clock and they keep changing times and creating Mm. these Greenwich Mean Time and all this different measures of time because that fits into their industrial system you know, there didn't used to be clocks. The clock was the sky, right? I mean, you just looked up and that was the clock. You could tell anything you needed to know seasons, time of day, anything, just look up in the sky, follow the stars. And they got us to look down here and get trapped into these, you know, their (sighs) clock, that nine to five clock where you, you know, you have to live by that. We don't live in natural anymore. And, uh, and that's what I'm hoping we can get back to. Right is totally. I mean,
1: that would be such a huge victory to just kind of break that whole cycle and that that whole uh slavery to just like history it's really slavery to history, you know. You're just you're just doing it because you because that's what you think you're supposed to be doing, because that's what everyone says to do, you know. And yeah. If we can just you know, that's a great start to just start breaking that cycle, you know, like big time. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's
0: I what, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we do here right i mean i've i've come exact. to start saying this lately more and more i feel like we're spell breakers right we're here to exact. break their spells to expose what they're doing to let people know the words that they use in their tricks and hey if you want to listen great if you don't want to listen great but i've done my due diligence of getting it out there and letting you know. This is what's going on.
1: Holy man. I mean, I wouldn't be talking about any of this if I didn't, if I wasn't behind it, you know, yeah. like, I never imagined I would be doing this,
2: <laughs>
1: but no, I you, you like told it, me I five years like... ago. And yeah. I... You
0: tell me five years ago, I'm doing this. Shit, I'll laugh in your face. Cause I it never would. have. <laughs> I'm like, read a book. Who, da, who uh, the
1: hell wants to read a book anymore? I, I read enough in school. Uh, you know, I feel the same. Like, you know, I feel like my mission in this right now is, you know, to expose people to the lies and, you know, to like show them the doors to, to walk through, you know, and then, you know, when they're there, you know, we can all chop it up and brainstorm and figure well, this dude, shit out.
0: You're now. doing it, man, because I, I love the combination, right? Your YouTube videos, the the little series you got going is great. I, I really, you know, when I get that clip, that alarm that goes off, that says there's a new video, man, it's going to I know it's going to be a good day because between that and your YouTube or your uh, IG page, it's it's just knowledge in there, you know, and and you, like you said, you I love how you give people some information and but you kind of tease it to the fact that, hey, go look and get it, get some more information on this. This is really fascinating, but I'm not going to hold your hand and give you everything.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is you know seeing for ourselves. You know, you can't you know you can't figure it out if you can't look at it for yourself. And don't take my word on, for it. You know, like here it is. You know, here's the name of the building. You know, here you know, do your own search. You know, or whatever. Like you, know, I just I came across that uh, Star Fort that was shaped like you know the uh, the compass and square. Yeah, you know, the New symbol. Orleans one, right? <laughs> yeah yeah and that i mean that is such a mind-blowing trip like everything about that like from the shape to of the history like it, it's gone through every, those one things have been through like every battle in the 1800s like you want a list of like everything you know from of all the uh it's like the forest know, Gump we should be looking into <laughs> totally yeah you know there's just so much to it and it's like dude i don't fucking know shit you know but it's like yo fucking check this out this you know it's like dude check this out you know fucking well if that did. doesn't like intrigue if, if that doesn't intrigue you then i you know i don't know
0: you blew my you know mind I mean? too because i i did a whole episode on star forts and i didn't know that there were two that were identical in new orleans the only yeah.
1: two totally it's a trip yeah fucking i thought they were the same one as well but uh they're not they're <laughs> There two different ones. The one's a little smaller. That's it.
0: Yep. But, well, and it's funny because, as, and, and we talk about like synchronicities and things like that, like how, you know, I, I'm not looking for this stuff, but I've done some research on Star Force. So I've looked into a bit. So I, I feel like pictures tend to pop up and that one popped up from your feed. And so I looked into it a little bit and I started doing research on the New Orleans fair. Next thing I know for like three or four days straight, Everywhere I looked, I saw that New Orleans Star It was popping up hmm. all
1: over the place.
0: You know, it's like when you buy a car and all of a sudden now everybody's yep. driving the same model
1: car you <laughs> Yeah, are. man. Totally. It's hard to unsee this stuff, you know. Yep. Like, once you see it, you know, and those are, yeah, it's great. Like, you know, I've stumbled upon more shit than I've tried to find, you know. And that's a beautiful thing about it. Like, it, there's so much out there.
0: Well, yeah, and that's why, you know, I love doing the podcast because – if and the reason why I got into it was hey man if I can get one person just to think like that's all I want people totally. to doing this thing I don't I don't want anybody to believe me I don't want anybody to trust me I want you just to think question you know I want that to be cool again like to to have conversations and to talk about stuff that's not you know uh part of the narrative and being able to think outside the box because man I know growing up I was pinned inside that box and anytime I was trying to get out and I would get out and and try and poke around outside they tried to throw you right back in that box and would would do anything and everything threats you know to get you in there and big time it's it's something that just doesn't it it shouldn't be that way man we should be teaching our kids to question to to ask questions to think to come up be creative you know, get off of that black hole, get away from electronics, go out in the woods, go out in nature, you know, get dirty. Instead, we want to keep them in bubbles, mask them up and, you know, teach them this bullshit they teach them at school. And I'm like, nah, that's not that's not life, though.
1: Yeah, it's not. And, you know, um, like even, you know, our parents were sold the white picket fence, you know. And, you know, that, like that's just, that's so far from an actual reality nowadays. But I feel like that's still like the program for people. You know, you go to college, you get a career, and you freaking have a family. And I
0: think know, it's whatever. changing it though. Like you're right. I think I see a lot more people now thinking about that. And you're seeing a lot more people also leaving cities and going out and buying property and and trying to yeah. grow and uh and, and and that's a beautiful thing man and that's what i'm hoping yeah. to do you here. are right about that
1: yeah for sure dude yeah sam there's been a lot of people doing that i think that's huge for sure i mean because you know all this stuff is just bullshit fucking working a job for some motherfucker or whatever like what you know like that's a program you know is you know, we've all had to buy into, you know, and it's a really hard one to break. But, you know, I think going to the country and you can take care of the shit on your own, instead of buying it, then freaking you don't need to slave, you know, this crazy job for someone or whatever, you know? Yeah. You, yeah. you have and, more and time to do your own shit.
0: That's what I was going to say. You actually have time to live, you know, you're not stuck totally. in, in this time. Babylon society where you got to give up you know, 50 hours a week just to get by, you know, and it's not like people are getting rich anymore, too. People are struggling just to get by. And I I noticed it. It's funny because I pay attention to stupid little shit. And the other day it caught my attention. I've been buying the same jar of honey for, you know, like two years now at the grocery store. And when I first moved up to Massachusetts, it was like 10 bucks a jar. Then when Biden took office, it jumped up to like 13 bucks a jar. And now I just noticed this week, it's now up to 17 bucks a jar. So in, you know, a little over a year's time, it's gone up 70%. And it's like, I'm not making 70% more, you know, they're not, they're not cutting my taxes by 70%. So where, you know, and eventually we're going to get to this point where, you know, it's going to get ugly for a lot of people and you're starting to see some little bit of shortages here and there, you know, grocery store shelves are a little bare every now and then. And, and I think they're trying to force it to make people
1: get desperate. And I I just, Oh, no doubt. I mean, it's already happening. Like I live in Oakland and, um, it's always been known as like a, a robbery capital, you know, but it's like, it's to, a point it's like you know you'd think back to like oh man the 70s and 80s is probably r- gnarly you know and uh but like it's way worse now you know like just you know i've known people like probably five or six people who've had their vehicle stolen within the last month you know it's like shit like that you know and, yep. and those are like the those are like the desperate crimes like it's desperate like you can't dude if, if you're in san francisco or oakland If you leave anything on your seat, like anything, it don't fucking matter. Your car's getting broken into. It's a guarantee. If you leave a fucking bag in the backseat of your car and you park and go to this corner store and come out, it's a 50-50 chance that your car's been broken into and your shit's been taken. Like, that's how fucking desperate and gnarly it is out there.
0: Dude, I saw it where people were leaving their trunks and doors open. Just to show, listen, there's nothing to take in here. Totally. Like, leave my car alone, you know?
1: Like, don't yeah. break the windows. Yeah, I have multiple friends who just fucking have junked out the inside of their cars just so it looks like fucking there ain't fucking shit in there, a bunch of, yep. bunch of fucking garbage, you know?
2: It's a sad, yeah, I mean,
1: sad state of affairs when you got to do that kind yeah. of shit, though, you know? Totally, man. And it's, I mean, you know, it's always been... It's been hard, you know, living in a big city always, but like, you know, you got paid more, you made loot, but like, you know, there that isn't the case anymore. Like it's so expensive and you're like it's like like you know, I've always had eyes on the back of my head, but it's like such an extreme vigilance now just being in the city, you know, like man, they they fucking really fucked the shit up.
0: Yeah, it's getting close to Mad Max where you gotta you gotta leave. <laughs> for you, real, you bro. gotta look both ways before you take any steps oh, now because you don't know. 100%. And they're putting these PAs yeah, in there that aren't even prosecuting guys, and you know for for violent crimes, and that's just gonna give them more incentive to do it. You know, if there's totally. no there's penalty, the
2: big...
1: <laughs> yeah, there's like a big thing in San Francisco, and I can't quite remember what exactly, but they've cracked down like crazy on like break-ins or whatever some shit and so now people are like traveling there to fucking do this shit because they know they're fucking not going to get fucking busted with anything well, gonna yeah, they, go I, and there's well yeah they
0: go i think it was san francisco where as long as you shoplifted yeah. under 950 bucks that that's fine it. yeah so the yeah, dude at like a local drug store, he marked everything in the store, $951. <laughs> so if they yeah. stole anything, they could, he could prosecute. Cause otherwise, they, I mean, and that's what you saw, I guess, you know, places were just closing left and right because they couldn't dude, stay in yeah, prison. man.
1: Yeah. And they, they, they've they been doing this thing out here now where like 20 car loads of people will roll up to a spot and just ran. Smash and it. grab. Yep. Yeah. And they've been doing it at, they don't report on them doing it at restaurants and uh, shit like that. They just report on the department stores, but people have been, they've been hitting restaurants and taking people's wallets and fucking
2: Yep. They've been doing it. I've seen it it in New
0: York too lately. Yeah. It's been happening down there. So man, it's wild. And, (laughs) and you know, we've come full circle here because it's the same parasites that are running this operation that ran the old world operation to get us into this reset. So, totally, you know, it's totally. the same enemy. We're still fighting now, at least we have some eyes to see it. And that's the bonus, you know, at least we For have sure. some vision. We have, we don't have many tools or weapons yet to fight against them. We're still trying to piece that together, but we're also collecting a little, you know, army of folks that are out there researching and digging and finding new information and not just settling for what we've been told our whole lives and that's huge because once we start once we start it's like wizard of oz right once you start pulling back that curtain it's going to come back and you're going to see that little oz back there and he's going to shit his pants when he sees the wave of people that's coming after him because Man, they've been doing this way too long and they've just, uh, you know, they've put us in a place we shouldn't be in. We are meant to be together. We are meant to be peaceful. We are meant to vibe high, you know, high frequency and just live the life, you know, not not be be, happy. Yeah. We're, we're slaves, you know, to the clock, to the, to, to our job, to our everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, yeah, we got to try and try and find out what's important to us and really focus on that and, and that's what it's all about yeah
1: totally that's what i'm all about is you know fucking just trying to adapt and survive in this world you know
2: and dude we're well, keep... trying to
1: figure out how to do it as best best i can as free as i can and you know expose these fucking controllers lies
0: i love it i love the hashtag controller yeah that's, best. <laughs> that's just too good it's too good yeah <laughs> Hey, uh, I yeah, think we're going to yeah. wrap it up here. Uh, I, I, dude, yeah, this, yeah. this has been a fun conversation, man. We'll have to get together again dude. and uh, Big time talk a little bit. I've been more looking a forward to this As, for a as while. we both dig a little bit more into this shit, I'm sure we'll find yeah, yeah. plenty more to talk about. So totally. uh, maybe, if we you wanna... should,
1: maybe we should uh, fucking uh, pick a little subject and do a deep dive. And then we could both get together with what we found and shit or whatever i like just i like where you're like going that. with
0: that let's do it yeah yeah, yeah we'll figure it yeah, we'll get figure that fuck, out man. and and we'll come back with something and and uh have some fun with it
1: yeah yeah because fucking yeah the more the merrier like i get inspired by the shit and I, I just realize i'm like fuck i need to do more shit know, i need to put out more shit you know like it's in my head 24 7 and you know i'm not good as great with like social media and stuff but You know, it just inspires me more to do more and like put more out there. So, yeah, I'm stoked to do this.
0: Yeah, man. And anytime I got I got a show on Monday nights, too. Anytime you want to hop on there, it's it's the Monday Night Master Debaters. And uh, I usually just get like four or five people and we go in with no agenda and just go where the conversation goes. You know, we've we've talked time travel. We've talked, you know. Uh we try and stay away from the the virus and all that shit because I'm just done yeah, talking yeah. about it. So uh but yeah, yeah it's a dude, lot of fun. You, so if you I if you ever you. got a free Monday night, we do it at nine o'clock out here. So the invitations I'm always in. there, my friends.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm into other shit, you know, fucking paranormal shit, cryptid stuff, you know. Oh, and that's I what we like do, that, you know That all ties in too. Exactly. You know, you boil it yeah. down. It all ties it all ties together that's a trip.
0: <laughs> so uh Casey where can, where can the people find you? Uh, I know you got your YouTube and IG.
1: Um yeah, at Instagram it's just golden gate starfort command. Actually that's the same as the YouTube also. And uh I've actually been trying to get the Odyssey going, but um I've just had problems cuz I have like multiple I had a different YouTube account and then I started the new Account, i ran into and then that
0: I, same thing man when i yeah, started my I podcast
1: yeah i synced the wrong account and decided so to do it all over again so i'm still working on odyssey but um yeah on youtube golden gate star Fort command instagram golden gate star Fort command and uh yeah hit me up to talk you know i'm down i'm down Dude, this to man's got great he's got always. great posts
0: <laughs> His videos on YouTube just keep getting better, so go go check out his work, guys. I, I highly recommend it,
2: and uh, and that's that's a wrap. So everyone, uh, stay strong and question.